it's fine. Hey guys, what's up and welcome to the Unknown Podcast. I am your host, Sean Houlihan, and with me are... Brian Rufo. And it's your boy, Micah, a.k.a. Uh, Clapper on the streets, a.k.a. Uh, Every t- te- god damn Texting you from the other room, uh, 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 needing her. That's what they call me on that the streets. I don't want to do this anymore. Yeah. Hey, I, I can't, <laughs> I can't, I can't thing, help I that like uh, a lot of people call me different names on the streets. I was popular in college. Yeah. You don't go out on the streets. You stay at home. You have no proof of this. You told me yesterday that yesterday was the first time you left your house in like two weeks. What are you, what are you going to believe what I say? <laughs> God damn it. All these names are just indicators that he's a, he's just a liar. Or the truth is relative. Or a truther. Yeah, that too. We got to shorten up these intros. This is going on a mint 26 right here. More the better. Anyway. Right? <sighs> yeah. What Brian said sums up my feelings too. I love how we're trying to shorten this and this just... Anyway, this, this week we're talking about The Incredibles 2, folks. We have a lot of thoughts on it. We're a week behind, but that's we'll catch up. It's it'll be you don't okay. care. Uh, the Incredibles two yeah. had a pretty big opening weekend. It was well, I'm, if, correct me if I'm wrong. It was the biggest animated opening, right? I believe so. Yeah, it beat. Uh, I think it beat up Finding Dory, two, mm-hmm. in some form, which was another Pixar movie. So Pixar owns the animation. Beat themselves. I, mean, I think everyone's known that since about ten years ago. Yeah. Definitely. I mean, shit, just in the Monday box office, they made $10 million still. It did It did have um, one of the biggest, well, not percentage-wise, but um, first weekend to second weekend, it uh, joined the $100 million club, which, like, it lost over $100 million in revenue from its first weekend to its second weekend, if that makes sense. I was just reading that. Yeah. It's like one of like seven movies to have that happen. Interesting. Well, it says right here too on Box Office Mojo that it reached three hundred and fifty million domestically. So that's huge. Yeah, I mean, like this movie's not hurting for money. Like it's it's not at all. Loads of it. Yeah, uh, and it's been fourteen years since the movie came out. Did you guys have that little bit before yeah. with uh, with all the cast saying like, saying, "Oh, thanks for waiting for fourteen yeah. years." Yeah. I didn't really yeah, like it. I thought it was kind of out of place. It was a little weird, yeah. It was like, eh, okay, they're, they're like in on it too. Of like, well, yeah, cause, yeah, I mean, Brian and I kind of talked about this before, but like it, it, it made it seem like there was some big like, like, oh, like petition to get this movie made or like, oh, like get the mm-hmm. community together. This movie's been like, I don't remember there being like a movement to like, oh, make sure there's a sequel to this Incredibles movie, but they made it seem like, don't worry, guys. Yeah. We finally came through on this promise we had to you. Like fourteen yeah. years in the making. I don't know, like, just... like the definitely people, you know, millions of people wanted there to be a sequel, but they made, they made it seem really just like every like everybody every single day was pandering for yeah uh, an Incredibles two like a sequel, and it just wasn't the case. Like, yeah, it'd be cool if we got one, but at the same time, okay, if not now now if it had been like the release of like Half Life three. 
Like, you know, something that's, like, almost a meme <laughs> at this point about the sequel being created. Like, okay, that explained, you know, if somebody's like, oh, it's been 14 years, like, yeah, people would lose their mind. But, like, I don't feel like there was ever, like, a strong, like, hashtag Incredibles, bring them back, you know. I don't know. It was just kind of like, oh, cool, they're making another one. Because Pixar has pretty relatively not been known for sequels other than Toy Story and then fucking Cars. Fucking Cars. I don't want to watch that movie. Uh, so I know yeah. what we're watching next week. Uh, Cars 3, everyone. I don't want to do this podcast ever again. <laughs> <laughs> Looks like it's going to be just me and maybe my... I'm canceling my internet. Wow. I'm becoming Amish for the rest of my life. Thanks. I don't want any more access to this stuff anymore. <laughs> um, so we're going to eventually get to the talking about Incredibles 2, but first we're going to do... There's been two big things that have happened recently with movies, so I'm going to let Mike and Brian take this. Brian, one. you so start. Whoever wants to go first. All right. Uh, I guess, yeah, the big... Probably the biggest thing is the whole Disney officially, quote-unquote officially, uh, buying Fox. Uh I mean, it still has to go through a couple more hurdles, but I mean, it's looking like it's it's happening with with Disney buying Fox. Uh, I know there was maybe a little bit of a competition with Comcast, but I don't think as far I don't think yeah. Fox really even. I mean, they were listening to the offers, but I, I think Fox was going to go with Disney one way or the other. As far as uh, I know, Fox has like officially proclaimed that they accepted Disney's offer after Comcast's yeah. counter offer. So to, yeah, to cool, me. To me, that says like it's it's all but official unless Trump steps right, and that's in what I'm and saying. says like I'm personally stopping this from happening, and then there'll be some lawsuits involved. Yeah, and that's what I'm saying. Like quote unquote official. Like both parties have come to their yeah. terms. It's just now about filing the paperwork and getting getting everything all situated. Yeah. Um, but I mean, at the same, it's definitely a double edged sword because from a consumer standpoint, I hate the this this whole thing. Yeah. Because it's just creating a fucking monopoly, which is it's just fucking stupid. Yeah. Um, 40% of the entertainment, or like 80% of the entertainment industry is coming now from, from two sources. So it's just, I trust Disney, but at the same time they are a multi-billion corporation. Yeah. And I don't trust multi-billion in, in its current <laughs> Yeah, in its current state, like... Between Comcast and Disney, I trust Fox with Disney more than I do with Comcast. Yeah. But the fact that we haven't had an antitrust law passed since, like, 1920 is really troubling. Because mm-hmm. picture 1920, and the picture all the ways media have changed since then. Surely <laughs> like not. The surely not much. We're we're the same media companies we were back then. Like holy shit! Like, what exactly is the antitrust law? Um, so, uh, generally speaking, antitrust laws were formed to stop J.D. Rockefeller from controlling all of the United States' oil. Um, mm-hmm. But they kind of broadly stroked. Uh, the law so that it applied to every industry so they wouldn't have to redo it when, you know, the J.D. Rockefeller of light bulbs came about. Um, okay. So it's essentially just the anti Yeah, ba- basically it they passed a series of, I think it was like four laws between like 1914 and 1926, I want to say. 
Um, okay. I, I could be off in my years, but roughly in like a 10 to 15 year span between the 1910s and 20s, um, they passed a series of laws that were anti-over-capitalist. Um, um, and so it, okay. it, it stopped, A, it, it, it uh, made it illegal for companies to push out competitors to stop them, like to push them out from markets. They could compete with them, but they can't swallow their opportunity to compete, if that makes sense. Um, mm-hmm. And it stops companies from um, unnaturally owning more than 50% of the market. If they naturally, uh, this is where it's kind of gets a gray area. If they naturally have more than 50% of the market, that's fine. Um, and I'm, mm-hmm. I'm, I, I had a good example for this earlier, but I'm, I'm blanking on it right now. But um, like, I, I guess for instance, like Netflix, I don't know if they have over 50% of the market, um, but they're not like, uh, they don't have the power to like stop Comcast from opening up their own streaming network. They don't have the power to stop uh, fucking I don't know AMC from opening up a streaming channel right now. But but you know if mm-hmm. if uh, Netflix also owned an internet package, so I guess basically if Comcast's Hulu, since Comcast owns a thirty percent stake in Hulu right now. If they were like doing things to stop other streaming services from being able to even compete by throttling their internet, that would start to become antitrust uh, zone. So okay. basically, the, the the series of laws stops companies from uh, having practices that stop business from being competitive. Really, naturally speaking. Yeah. So yeah, Disney now owns Fox and all of its uh, movie and television properties. It's good that they didn't hold, they don't control Fox News, but uh, that also comes with its own set of problems because now you're giving Fox seventy-six billion or seventy-one billion dollars to put into Fox News. Yeah. So that's tight. That's, that's but hey, at least we get to see the X Men in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. <laughs> that's the price. <laughs> so that's pretty expensive. That'd be that'd be cool. So yeah. Hugh Jackman is probably really upset right now. Yeah, right. So yeah, that's about my uh, my news, Micah. You got a little something on uh, um, a. Um yeah, I'm talking about Movie Pass, right? Movie. Uh, yeah. Yes. So AMC just started their. Uh, their competitor to MoviePass, which sounds pr- like a pretty solid deal. Um, so MoviePass's deal is roughly you get one movie a day, can't repeat view, uh, and you can't see 3D or IMAX, but you pay 10 bucks a month and you get up to one movie a day for the whole month. Pretty solid deal if you if you don't mind not ever seeing 3D or not, or um, 3D or IMAX. So, so wait, hold on, sorry. Did they just switch? Because I thought, wasn't it originally just you can go as often as you want, whenever yes. you want? Yes, so an, initially initially it was you could go whenever, as many times as you want, repeat viewing's fine. Then they switched very briefly to you have to pay three months at a time and you can only see four movies a month or like 
something, four movies a week maybe. They limit. They tried limiting it, and they were under the excuse of we're testing out business methods. Um, okay. And then they were basically like, "All right, we tried that out. We're done trying that out. We're going back to normal." But when they went back to normal, they what they did was they restricted repeat viewings and they restricted uh, multiple day viewings. Okay. So for all we know, that was just a way for them to reduce. Um, get people in and yeah then... get, get people in and then reduce the offerings that they initially offered yeah. but it's still a really great okay. deal I mean it's not that whatever anyway um, so then Cinemark launched their thing which sucks and I don't even want to merit with words uh, but basically <laughs> if you want to pay more than ticket price for the same thing you were already paying for buy their shit uh, and then AMC has now entered the game with their uh, thing, and I think it's just called, or it's their it's through their Stubs thing, which they already had, or it's like iStubs or something like that. Um, yeah. And it's twenty bucks a month, and you can see up to three movies a week. It can be IMAX. It could be three D. Um, as far as I know, it can be the same movie three times in the same week. Um, I don't think I saw anything prohibiting that. Um, but so yeah, it's 20 bucks a month for what is essentially roughly 12, 13, 14 movies per month. So uh, if anyone who's ever even worked at a theater before knows, uh, you never see 13 movies a month. It just doesn't happen. So, I mean, this is a pretty solid deal. So... Assuming MoviePass is eventually going to file for <laughs> bankruptcy, AMC is like going to be the de facto best deal in terms of that, and that seems like a pretty 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 big news. Mm-hmm. Um, unless MoviePass MoviePass finds a way to be uh, competitive and profitable. Yeah, if their market will be theater people that can't go to AMC's yeah. or something, unless. I imagine it's basically only a subsidizing Cinemark's pass. Yeah, I mean it'll only be a matter of time until Regal and Cinemark. I'm counters, guessing Cinemark yeah. will follow suit. You know, yeah, they're all going to start doing their own version of these passes, and yeah, they're going to have to. I don't know where Movie Pass will be, but we'll see. We'll see. Exciting. Yeah. So if your AMC theaters around you, you're you're in luck. I think the biggest thing for it too that it has going is that it includes the IMAX yeah. and the special viewings and whatnot. So that'll be a huge boost. Yeah, definitely. For them. Okay. Cool. Cool. Short, concise. That was neat. Uh, we'll just jump right in. And so we'll 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 go into our review of Incredibles two. Um, but then I just wanted a quick reminder that we're just jumping right into spoilers from now on. So. Yeah, so this is our review of Incredibles 2. What exactly is Mom's new job? She's an advocate for superheroes. But I thought superheroes were still illegal. Hey, hey, the bus is here! So things haven't spiraled out of control the moment I left? Oh my god. And Jack Jack. Looks normal to me. What? 
Num num cookie. So, 14 years in the making, like they just threw in our face right before. <laughs> um, I'm in that boat of. I thought that this was one of the Pixar movies that really deserved a sequel. I really liked the whole universe they were setting up, and the superhero part was. This was before the whole superhero movie phase that's currently going on. I think the first one came out. If anything, I would say that's that's literally why this got greenlit, is because yeah. Disney was like, "Oh shit, uh, we own the MCU, and we personally launched the superhero revolution. Uh, mm-hmm. Let's bring back the Incredibles. It'll make money." And sure enough, it broke records. Yeah, mm. um, but I was very much on board for this sequel. I really liked the first one, um, so I was pretty pumped. Especially they got everybody back. Brad Bird wrote and uh, directed it, and they got all the cast back. I think the, they had to replace Dash. He's the only one that's because the which, kid which that is did his funny voice because up. I don't. I haven't I I never guessed. Yeah, I haven't seen the first Incredibles yeah. since it came out. But, like, I did not question it one moment. Like, it to yeah. me, it was just like, oh, yeah, that sounds like what I remember. Mm-hmm. So they did a good job Definitely. on that. Yeah, yeah. 100%. Um, is there any particular scenes that stand out to you guys while we're... So one thing I want to talk about before we tackle, weirdly, before we actually tackle the actual movie, I wanted mm-hmm. to tackle the short before the movie. Okay. Um... I don't know what you guys thought about it. Um, I thought it was, like, pretty... It was cute. It was whatever. Um, I thought... it looked So, based on the little insignia that they had in the bottom corner of the title, it looked like it was made by the people who made uh, Big Hero 6. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know for sure, but I would suspect. But it... it uh, I felt like the animation of that short was, like, kind of racist. Did you guys notice that <laughs> at all? Uh, Maybe a little bit. Every but... So every character in that short, um, if they were Asian, their eyes did not open. Every other character <laughs> who was not Asian, their eyes naturally were open all the time. There, there was specifically... There were two white kids and one black kid, and their eyes were normally just, like, open. They were just there. It was normal. Every Asian character, their eyes were just black, sunken eyelids, unless they were surprised. Mm -hmm. And then all of a sudden, their eyes were, like, very wide open because they were surprised. And it was like, oh, look, I have eyes now because I'm surprised. And then their, their, like, resting eye face, it was, like, slits. And to me, I just kept watching this and being like, this is is really racist animation. (laughs) Like, there there are ways to show that someone is Asian in animation without making them literal closed slanty squinty eyes like holy shit i would say i would argue that yeah that probably would be the case but the person it, this was a female asian woman was that it? directed this yeah so if that wasn't the case i would definitely be shocked that disney let this go by she clearly made a choice yeah. of how she wanted it to look and so 
that's the only defense that I could. I mean, it didn't. It didn't. Offend I mean, me yeah. Like way, I'm, so, I'm all. I, I'm not one to like try to like make racism my personal. Like I need to vendetta against every person who mm-hmm. just displays the slightest thing. But yeah, I just like I couldn't help but watch it and be like, shit. <laughs> Is no yeah. one talking about this? Like, this is yeah. the first thing I'm noticing. Literally, when I was watching it, I just kept thinking how weird it was. And then when it became clear what was going on, it was. I thought it was really well done. Yeah, I mean, it's a, like, it definitely from, starts off from a weird. story standpoint. It's cute, and it, yeah. I, I get it completely. But but just like specifically from an animation standpoint, all I could no, think about did... was how racist it was. As soon as I saw who directed it, I, any kind of notion for that for me didn't. I didn't even think twice about yeah. it just because of that alone. But yeah, that's that's the only reason for me. Right. right. Yeah. But anyway, so to the actual movie of The Incredibles, um, I, do either of you have anything big to say, or, or do you want me to start? I got. Um. Yeah. Yeah. I can start with. Um, it, overall, I feel like I did really enjoy i just right off the bat i think i enjoyed one more than two me and brian were talking about this earlier how we tend to just enjoy the first one of any kind of series it's a unique story i mean yeah there's no better novelty than the first in a series yeah um but that's definitely this one has a lot of strong points and it's interesting the this and it literally starts right where the first one ended i really like that yeah. I, like I'm, I'm really glad that that's how they started it. Yeah, mostly just to see what this villain was gonna do. Just because at the end of that first one, that's when they're they're all comfortable with their powers and everyone's back together and fighting. And then it's like this last fight's coming in, and then it's what does this guy do? Yeah. So I was kind of excited just for that kind of um, that point, I guess. But um, I thought it was interesting the. I felt like I knew who the villain was pretty early on. I don't know if that was Oh. As soon as weird things started happening, I felt Absolutely. like the villain the villain reveal was not a huge no, thing. No, like I was, yeah. like oh I, I I literally within like 10 minutes of the movie starting, I I feel like I had it pretty much down. Mm-hmm. Like the, it, the 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 entire plot and all the twists, I felt like were pretty easily spottable from like the first 10 minutes and I and I don't remember much about the first movie in terms of if there were plot twists or like how that plot went about um mm-hmm. so I just kept thinking like okay well it must just like this is a kids movie like it's you're not looking for anything in, incredibly complex um Th- that was my thought process too when when I was like trying to like unpack everything it was just like I've forgot for a moment that this was a kid's movie like this isn't for this is for every the family but at the same time it, it's a kid movie yeah. so even though mm-hmm. we could spot the uh reveal or whatnot quote unquote i felt like oh well i mean it's a kid's movie so they wouldn't be able to maybe like you know they'll be shocked yeah yeah that's a good point i didn't even think about that well it, i guess it's hard for me to get wrapped up that i'm watching this as my yeah <laughs> Oh as God, a 44 year old you're just like watching this and yeah well no, i'm th- like i'm thinking about this from like my 14 year old self oh, i'm okay. watching this like being kind of lost in the the magic of like when the incredibles came out and stuff you know yeah. and seeing that so but what were you gonna say 
I uh, I don't remember. <laughs> Perfect. All right. Let me make a note here <laughs> to cut Delete this part that. out. I'll put an exclamation point so I remember. Um, there was a lot of stuff. I thought this was crazy that Disney did not warn anybody about this, but the whole epilepsy warning thing. like I, It's insane to me that while making this, they never thought that they should put some like put something because those scenes were pretty fucking crazy with how intense those lights were going. So here, mm-hmm. here I, here's here's my comment on that. I am not sensitive to that type of material at all. Like that never bothers me. Kara, on the other hand, will be watching something and it'll take about three seconds of like flashing lights or uh, the equivalent of like noises in that fashion so you know it's like like very like flashing Mm -hmm. but of of loud sounds to soft sounds Um, she's like she's very sensitive to that and she'll always be like I don't like this and like I'll be sitting there watching it not even realizing like you don't like this show like why don't you like this (laughs) I don't understand it or like oh you don't like this movie but what she's saying is like she doesn't like whatever's happening in the movie or whatever's happening in the show. So the only thing I can imagine is that the people who are were in charge of reviewing it, it was not something that personally bothered them because they are all people who uh, that type of visual effect doesn't bug them because it didn't bug me. I, I knew to look for it because I remember reading the articles about it, but I, I I don't think had I not been primed to look for it, I don't think I would have noticed it personally. But but I totally noticed it having been primed for it, if that makes sense. Yeah. I it definitely felt a little jarring. I'm not I'm also not uh prone to seizures or anything like that, so it's never done anything to me but it still is because they go through test audiences with movies and stuff so it's i feel like it's surprising that it got through all of that i think there's just there's few enough people that have epilepsy that you know if you have epilepsy you're probably not going to be a movie reviewer (laughs) because that's probably a trigger for you half the time you know it could yeah i don't know i don't know i just it It was it was weird just for you think that they would have a better I will say awareness. the scene in question really cool scene mm. uh, I was I, I felt like that was like a really I feel like the reason they included it if anything outside of the fact that they were ignorant of epilepsy warnings but uh, <laughs> I feel like like that was a really great example of the leaps and bounds they've made in animation technology mm-hmm like I, I just watching that scene with the screenslaver and Miss Inc- Miss, Mrs. Incredible, like I don't know, just all the flashing lights and the fight scene happening in between. It, it felt I, I was watching it and and thinking as I was watching it, like, damn, this is like really well animated. This is this looks great. This is uh, cinematographically. Uh, if that's a word, like I don't know, this this is structured really well. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, no, I completely agree that yeah, that sequence was 
it looked really pretty well from a perspective perspective of not having seizures when flashing lights hit me which i which yeah. i understand is is not everybody <laughs> no i completely agree too um i was i thought it was interesting story-wise how they focused a lot on elastigirl as being sort of the catalyst to a point of like she's in the spotlight she's the one that's you know out there and he's the dad mr incredible's the you know the stay-at-home dad so that dynamic of the family and stuff was pretty interesting to see unfold i thought uh, i thought it was really cool yeah um and it was just i I really bob parr is that that's the actor's name right Uh, who does the voice who does for who for mr incredible greg t nelson oh greg t nelson where did i get bob who the fuck is bob parr i have no idea we're about to find out the part oh that's that's his actual name in the movie that's mr incredible's bob oh. Parr. <laughs> okay, i thought it was bob but i don't know yeah yeah okay so sorry so yes craig t nelson <laughs> who the uh, fuck is got, yeah. who the fuck is bob <laughs> I, I don't know um i lost my train of thought i don't know he, yeah he I, was great. I, I recently yeah he was the, the, everybody was great they're all really good uh the um i just watched mr mom with michael keaton which is from 1980 something i don't know and so I kept having flashbacks of that movie, which is a really, it's a good movie, by the way. I would watch it. It's great Michael Keaton movie. Um, but I kept having just these flashbacks watching that movie and enjoying it. And I just thought it was great. And Jack-Jack, I thought Jack-Jack was definitely a shining light in this one. Yeah. They kind of hinted at it in the first one from what oh, I remember. they definitely. I think at the, like the whole movie at the in very, the first one, he was like showing the babysitter's powers and for some reason I thought I, I remembered at the beginning of the or at the end of the first movie I thought they discovered he had powers yeah yeah, I, I remember it's that when, too yeah he, they, he goes into Syndrome's plane or something he does something to Syndrome I can't remember what I want to say that he does something to the plane that he's trying to get away in or something but but yeah it's watching everything you know every power come out and them reacting to it i just thought it was weird that in the, in the sequel like none of them knew he had powers but i swear in the first one that they did know yeah i can't remember. i feel like it was only with it's syndrome captured him or something he syndrome had jack jack yeah he was gonna and take him hostage and so nobody yeah, saw that he had powers i think just syndrome and then syndrome gets killed so, from what I remember, though, but I, dark. I couldn't tell you. Yeah, <laughs> Dylan got murdered as shit. He really, he. I remember Syndrome getting ripped to shreds in that the turbine of that plane. It's like, damn, this this is a Disney movie, <laughs> shit. Yeah, so, they 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 saved the villain in this movie, so they do. Yeah, they, maybe they wanted to redeem themselves from that death. And they they even they the, like made a vocal point like to say like. Hey, just because you're saving me doesn't mean I need to like you. Like, yeah, they made a point to make it a nonviolent occasion and like voice that it was nonviolent yet happening that she got caught. Just, Wanted just to interesting really to note, if anything. If yeah. it's a sign of the times, I don't know, but interesting. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, for sure. All right, let me make a note of this very long pause here. <laughs> uh, while you're doing that, let me reopen my notes. I added, like, two more things. 
Very good. Brian, can you think of anything particular in the movie? I don't know. I was really kind of... No, I wasn't disappointed at all. I, I did like it a lot. Um, uh, but, yeah, I agree with both of you how I I remember me enjoying the first one better. Um, but I feel as far as sequels and then even just, like, Pixar sequels go, I mean, I definitely think that, you know, as long as Cars 2 is still uh, <laughs> existing... Uh, you know, like they'll never make a Cars two again. So I feel like they they learned oh, from that mistake. Oh, I completely disagree. They are they you are about to say that Cars. They I hate Cars more than anyone, but they are for sure looking at how the movie to... or fuck you or just Cars. Car... Okay, sorry. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 I man, Car Cars three, great movie. You know oh, what I man. hate though? I, Automobiles. I got them going. I'm sorry. I hate. I hate driving from point A to point B. Man, it really sucks going to the store via gasoline. If my dad's listening to this right now, he's going to be just not as like, hey, man, me too. I hate driving. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. All right, sorry. Um, No, so... I don't even know where I was going with it. No, that's, that's not the tangent I thought he'd go on, but man. <laughs> so, <laughs> okay. My, I don't even know what point I'm trying to make. <laughs> Something about how I, Cars 2 is he, a formula. He, he, he okay. thought, yeah. my, my, I, think, I think my point is um, I, I hate Cars. This, the... <laughs> <laughs> Yes, I know you hate Cars, Micah, but what about Cars 2? <laughs> what about Cars 2, Micah? The, the Cars franchise, the Cars trilogy. Man, I'm okay. losing track of everything now. I think... I know. He the, said Pixar learned from their mistake, and you're like, oh, I absolutely disagree. No, so my point, I think, is that they would make Cars 4 in a heartbeat. I think they just need to wait until the merchandising opportunity is back. No, and that's not what I'm saying. I know they would probably make cars. They would make you know every movie in a sequel uh, if they wanted to, given the opportunity. What I'm saying is that I think they learned that not every uh, sequel they do is going to be well received, and I think they really wanted to make sure that this one, with how popular the first one was, they really wanted to get this one correct which before I, which they rush another sequel. I would sequel. argue they did. I don't. I don't yeah. think it was any better or worse than the original, but I think that's the point. I think yeah. it was just as good as the first one, in my opinion. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't. I don't remember a whole lot about the first one because I haven't seen this since I saw it either in theaters or whenever it came out on DVD. But I, I, as I was watching it, I was like, "This is just as enjoyable as I remember enjoying the first one. It, it's yeah. not bad. It's not crazy good. It's it's no Toy Story series, but." Yeah, it's, it's just it's the Incredibles for this yeah. new generation. Yeah. So, but no, I I enjoyed it. Uh, I think that, uh, I think they don't need to do another one. I'd oh, rather them not absolutely. do another one. Yeah. I, I, that would be my only opinion on it is to not do another one. I'd rather see Cars Four to be honest. God damn! I just hate... kidding. I really don't. I thought you hated I cars. I do. Kill me before that happens. 
Oh, I'll leave that to Brian. I couldn't do it. All right, Brian. Uh, you, I think I have a zit in my butthole. Probably All right. Just you. Wow. So, uh, game then. This this conversation has taken the weirdest of turns. I, I've got I've <laughs> got two I've got two it. more notes on Incredibles that I want to get out. Yeah, yeah. So yep, my it. first one has nothing to do with the Incredibles, even though it's about the Incredibles. Okay. Uh, I hate. Uh, with as much emphasis as I can put on the word hate. So as much as you hate cars. Uh, more. More more than I hate Pootie Tang. Impossible. More than I I hate uh, child separation at the border. Impossible. Uh, More more than I hate corn being in every food ever. I hate okay, I'm being in a movie theater with other people. <laughs> <laughs> that is not what I thought. Yes, yeah, you went in a different direction. <laughs> okay. Yep. You threw I, the curveball. This is so. The Incredibles is the first movie I've watched that has not been in an empty theater or near empty theater in roughly like seven years. Damn. And and I and I know this is by virtue of working at a movie theater and having to preview as my job. But like, I I, I mentioned this to Brian. I I was so close. Uh, yesterday to turning around and telling a mother and her four year old kid to shut the fuck up. Like we were <laughs> we were sitting there. It's like six minutes into the movie, and the kid just was like. Is oh is, does he want to stop talking? And the mom was like, "Yeah, he wants to stop talking." And then the kid was like, "Oh oh oh, but oh, she looks mad. Is is she mad?" And then the mom, "Yeah yeah, the the daughter's really mad." Oh oh, Dash looks really fast. Is he really fast? Yeah, he's really fast. And I like after like the fifth time. Of her not saying, hey, kid, shut the fuck up. We're in a movie theater. Like, I, I was mm-hmm. so close to turning around and just being like, you need to stop right now or I will shut your kid up for you. <laughs> and I, I don't know. It was just like I haven't seen a, a movie in theaters in a while enough to have it that if that's minor, that, that I don't know. But, like, it bothered me so much. I feel like that's the usual family children movie oh well, and that's why i didn't want to see it at 10 in the morning like i knew that the earlier i went yeah. the more kids would be there but i my sleep schedule has been fucked so i haven't been able to see stuff late at night um but yeah i i knew i did not want to interact with kids and i had to anyway i feel like mine was not f- i don't i went in the middle of the afternoon but you also Tuesday, live in lafayette so. i feel like Valpo versus Lafayette's a, a a bigger difference in the kid population. Yeah, that's true. I mean, there's definitely still. You know, I know there are, but, but no, no, no. just a general point. Yeah, no, I get you. No, that's definitely a that's a def, uh, that's just a risk, I guess, of going with some of these movies. I lucked out. There was yeah, many, it, it, was, it was most honestly, it was mostly kids or people around my yeah. age. So just yeah. I, I would say it's but, just like I'm not used to it. I'm sure it's normal. No. But having having I, this been my first movie, seeing not as an employee, it sucks. And I'm not used yeah. to it. It's also just, I feel like certain movies have certain 
expectations with how the crowd's gonna yeah. react to stuff, you know. As if you go and watch in something like Jackass, you're gonna expect people to be vocal and yeah, people reacting loudly. But you know, and then I was I was curious. I never got around to seeing it in theaters, but if a quiet place was gonna be really annoying. Surprisingly, with. it was not at least in our theater. It, it was like, only uh, it was only accidentally annoying, and you could tell that the people making noise felt really bad. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. but it, like it was surprisingly pretty quiet. Yeah, I felt okay. like people were very considerate to the best of their ability, but at the same time, like there were people who would like get up and go to the bathroom, and like you heard yeah. every step they took. You knew where every single person <laughs> in the theater. You could you hear knew them exactly where they were. Where they were sitting. <laughs> yeah, it was yeah. like that. Like you knew where. Like this. I remember this one girl walking with like heels on, and it's the quietest fucking movie. And she's walking with heels up the stairs in her row and the sitting down. I knew exactly where she was sitting, and I she was sitting behind me somewhere. Because of just hearing her every fucking. But but step. you also knew that she felt really embarrassed the entire time. Yeah. Like I, you could just like yeah. tell even by like someone's gait, like like. Uh, she it, was trying to go her fast. Yeah, as she she, can. she was doing her best <laughs> to minimize the damage. That's so funny. yeah, and that was like right in the beginning of the movie too. So like it wasn't anything serious going on. So I appreciate okay. that. But other than that, it was surprisingly very tamed. Yeah. Okay. Uh, my last note on The Incredibles, uh, so I, having, again, not having seen the first one since either it came out or, like, shortly thereafter, I thought the, the internet's fascination with, uh, Mrs. Incredible being, uh, thick was just kind of like a meme. Mm -hmm. (laughs) This is... This is not what I thought you were gonna say. I'm I'm glad we're talking about uh, this though. You are, she is thick you are, as fuck. Thicker than a bowl you, of oatmeal. You are two for two on. Okay, let's let's here, here's Mike's note. Okay, he's going not at all where I thought he was. Well, going. I want to go that way because okay. holy shit. Mm-hmm. Did you not notice it? <laughs> mm-hmm. 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 Like. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, the, the first thing I said to Carol when I got home was like, "Hey, I just saw Incredibles. How was it? Do you remember Mrs. Incredible being as fucking thick as she was?" She uh, she's an original thick girl, dude. Like she... unnaturally, like almost like uncannily, like comedically. So like, so no, like I remember her neck is as thin as a fucking paper clip, and then all of a sudden she's got boobs the size of fucking i don't know africa and then it goes back to a thin waist and then her hips and her thighs are the size of like twice the size of africa it's just it no i agree i remember looking at liz <laughs> and being like there is no reason to have miss incredible be this thick in a kid's movie oh my god <laughs> it's like there's no reason yeah do you think maybe that she, because she can stretch her body to whatever she wants, so maybe she's choosing to be that, you know? Maybe. That's the image that she's yeah, I mean, everybody yeah, to see. Potentially. Maybe she's insecure, yeah. Yeah. Oh, shit. Levels, man. This movie's got levels. Okay, yeah. I, I don't know why they chose to do it, but she's yeah. thick as fuck, and I'm okay with it. <laughs> It's definitely like into the, like that uh, overlay of just like 
I kind of want to fuck a, a cartoon character. I yeah. I have never historically felt attracted to a cartoon character before, but like as I get older, I'm a. Uh huh. I hate this. <laughs> Stop. I don't like how you're saying. Mm-hmm. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Stop. <laughs> Stop. What am I doing? Uh, just the way you're saying it. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> I hate it. All, all I'm saying is, uh, uh, Mrs. Incredible has awoken my attractiveness to middle-aged moms. So, uh, all you middle-aged moms out there, uh, get at me. Well, that's. Yeah. Um, I remember tweeting this, and Spencer made me feel creepy as hell. But obviously, watching um, Boy Meets World, I feel like every t. Uh, teenage oh, boy growing up was Topanga, yeah. yeah. And I just rewatched it recently and I was just all about Mrs. Matthews. <laughs> Mrs. Mrs. Matthews is a babe. She's a babe. 100%. That's all I had to bring up. I don't know if you guys had any other points you felt like bringing up. Not really. Yeah, it was... I guess my best... Uh, I wasn't whelmed but I wasn't overwhelmed. I was I was just happy with the movie. Yeah, I, had I, I just, would give it like a solid a six and a half it. out of ten or seven out of ten. It was like very it was very much enjoyable, but I was not surprised. The plot did not wow me. I it was pretty much exactly what I hoped slash wanted. I guess being someone who was not a super fan, um, so I I was yeah. I was happy. I guess going into it and out of it. Yeah, I agree. Okay. I say we end it there. Solid, a solid podcast, gentlemen. All right, well, it looks like next week we're going to be starting a, I guess you could call it a series, I don't know, but we're just, we're going to start tackling our favorite movies over the course of this podcast. And so we're going to start off with, with your boy, and me. Your boy, Sean, Sean. a.k.a. No Legs McGee, a.k.a. Uh, Shawnee Poo Poo, aka okay. uh, Lafayette's uh, Babe in Resident, aka okay. uh, Who will hand more like uh, Who's Your Man, aka, AKA We're ending the podcast here. <laughs> oh man, <laughs> Brian, right, guys. always just shutting them down. I love it. Yeah, yeah, Go we're ahead, gonna, Brian, you close. You close. We're, I'm gonna close this bitch out. Later, bitches. Links in the bio. Uh, two chains. Bye, guys. See ya. <laughs> I like how Mike is always defeated when he says bye. See you later.